Coming up on Small Town Charm, we're going to talk all about the zoning ordinance, but it got a whole lot more beautiful here. We got some ladies. And they're going to talk about something different than what the three boring old guys talk about normally. Um, what is the good side of this higher density zoning that we're all fighting for? Uh, we'll talk about that and a whole lot more coming up on Small Town Charm. Well, hey, welcome into Small Town Charm. It's been a while since we've all chatted. Uh, if you haven't seen us before, my name's Daniel. Over here we got Chris, we got Mike, and we have some other special guests with us today. Um, and the show looks a lot, I think, a lot more attractive, at least, uh, this time. Uh, than yeah. does. You can't, you can't say that we're just a bunch of old men. Uh, no, millennial men. Yeah, that's true. Uh, silverback millennial men complaining about whatever. Uh, so we have some, some guests. Uh, one of them is my wife, Liz Hadaway. Um, and she's been super involved, probably more involved in town stuff than even I have been. Um, so it's kind of a surprise it's taken this long to get her on here. Um, and then Mike, uh, I think I'll let you intro our other guests. Yeah, our other guest is my wife. And like your wife, she's been super involved for years now. Uh, she's helped me stay on the right side of a lot of issues. Uh, kind of kept me in check all this time. And then very recently, she took it upon herself to get... To fight. To fight for I'm zone. here to fight. Yeah, it's, like I said, I'm surprised it's taken this long. Um, but I think people are getting bored just hearing the three of us talk. Mike uh, has asked me to be on the podcast, and I'm like, no, I'm I'm not a good podcast personality. But well, we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> here we'll, I am. Yeah. <laughs> ne- neither are we. So. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm in the right crowd. Uh, yeah, this but, is this is out of comfort zone for sure. Yeah, my heart is pounding right now. <laughs> I think it's the lights though, because honestly, like <laughs> otherwise, like I I kind of start to forget that we're even recording most of the yeah. time. You get used to it after a while. Yeah, um, <laughs> except for my my duty to like wrangle conversation. Otherwise, I just would let it go wherever it ends up. Uh, so it's been a long time since we've, especially since we've recorded, I was going to say since people maybe have seen this, but I think we put an episode out maybe a week or so after we recorded the last episode. Um, and, uh, if you've wa- if you just now watched the last episode we recorded, uh, or listened to the last episode we recorded and then, and then jump to now, boy, have things changed, right. uh, in that amount of time. I think we were just talking before we started, uh, like what 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 had happened? Where were we when we last recorded? And I think the last last time we recorded, uh, the mayor Haley Gallick had had kind of compromised on the CD five zoning, which is a big deal to us. And we were kind of surprised, amused, happy that that had happened. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, Chris, why don't you tell us what's happened uh, since the last episode? Uh, I mean, I'll try and fill in as many of the gaps as I can. I think Mike knows probably more than I do, and you probably know more than I do, because uh, I didn't go to the last meeting. But my understanding is basically uh, Mayor Gallick has just flip-flopped on her position on CD5. So while she did support it initially, and I think was trying to compromise on like the total density that would be allowed, now she's just completely nixed, nixed it from the zoning ordinance altogether. Um, and yeah, that comes right on the backs of the election results and having two commissioners who we knew weren't going to be supportive of CD5 and density and all that kind of stuff. So 
it seems like uh, we're going the wrong direction now. And I think um, when she did that, didn't she say, I don't want to debate this. I'm just going to make this amendment. And then it happened without any real discussion. Yeah, she's, she's also trying very hard to not have that discussion. So Joe Miller has since tried to bring it back up uh, a few times. And she's, she's always very, she doesn't want to talk about it. She does not want to talk about it. So it takes, so the three women that voted, or the three commissioners, the three women that voted against the CD, to take CD5 out, are Kate, Jessica, and Haley, and in order for them to reconsider, one of them has to bring it back on the table, so the prevailing party has to bring it up, and every time Joel tries, Haley wants to limit that, even to the point where, uh, in the last meeting, Derek wanted uh, TPUDC to kind of look into ways that we can better CD4, uh, and Haley stepped in and made sure that whatever the scope of that assignment was, that it cannot include the possibility of bringing CD five back, which is yeah. she's, she she knows it hurts it hurts her when if to bring it back up for discussion, so she wants to limit that discussion too, which is uh, that's my big uh, rub point there. She is going to like great lengths too. I feel like every time they talk about anything related to CD five, to say like that she's not flip flopping. So where she supported it before, now she doesn't. She's trying to say that, well, I've never been in support of density, and that's really the reason that I can't be in support of CD5. Yeah. Is then why did she bring it down to 18 in the I, first place? So, like, that's that's why I think that she's flip-flopping, is well, because so- I think that she was in favor at some point in time of trying to compromise on this, and she knew that density was inevitable. Um, it's going to come to Nolensville, whether it comes now or in three or four years or five years or whatever. So I, I, always, try, I always try to throw at least one bone out. Her argument does make sense uh, f- to her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Please explain. We're all very curious. So her, so her argument is that she tried to compromise on CD5, but every time she, tr- she tried to get it to where she was comfortable with it, she was told that if you met, if you dial down the density, the zone no longer works. Yeah. Which is a fair, fair statement. If you dial down that density, the zone does not become viable. And if she feels like she's, if she feels like she's at a point where the only point of comfort is an un, like unbuildable zone, she's like, well, what's the point of having the zone then? Get it out. Actually. Which is fair. Hold on. Which is fair. <laughs> if CD four was a better was a better zone. Than what it is. CD4 is just a neighborhood zone. It's it's a zone where you have a bunch of that. We have 12, 12 units per acre, and there's there's some commercial sprinkled in. It is the, it is the the essence of the new age uh, subdivision where you don't have to leave out of your subdivision for everything. West Hayden. Uh, so if you get rid of CD5 and you don't put it anywhere on a map, then you're you're essentially what you're doing. You're assigning a subdivision zone to something that should have been a downtown area, mm-hmm. right? So, a, at the very least, she should have got it down to, she should have taken CD5, got it down to an unbuildable level, quote-unquote, and then at least applied it somewhere on the map so you you earmarked that right. area so it doesn't become a subdivision. And she hasn't. She just took it straight out, and now she she's refusing to acknowledge uh, any sort of conversation around it. Yeah. I- Oh, Killen, you had. No, you're good. Go okay. ahead. Okay. The, uh, um, I, I think it's interesting to, to note, and I, I wonder what, if the motivation for Haley was 
uh, we try to remind people as much as we can when uh, they complain about TPUDC that, that Haley was the one who recommended them to to do this zoning rewrite. She hired them. Yeah. So I, I wonder, though, if, if in her mind, she actually understood kind of like the macro concept, which TPUDC has come back and said, like... We've never had someone just remove a zone right. from before. We've, so like, we've dealt with NIMBYs, not do step in Yeah, so like we don't know. Like you're gonna, we're going to have to do a bunch of work to like figure out what this means, which is what Derek was asking for, which you mentioned. Yeah. So I wonder if like her first reaction to something that included a plan that included a bunch of stuff she didn't like was, uh, well, they know what they're doing. I don't like this, so how can I like massage this into something that I'm more comfortable with? But at the end of the day. I recommend these people because I believe they're experts. So like she was in her own mind, like, I don't like what they said, but they're really, they really know what they're doing. So what can I do with this? Mm -hmm. And at some point I believe her suddenly removing or, or, or pushing to remove CD five and she had the other votes to do it. It was when Joel said something and she was, he was like, well, he said something along the lines of like, well, if we're going to do this, why, why do we even have CD5 in the zoning at all? Like, he was kind of trying to make a point, and she took it and ran with it. It was like, well, great. Maybe we just shouldn't have it at all. It's yeah. gone. I, 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 that's a very good point. When I, was, yeah. when, I was, when I heard the pre-conversation to taking out CD5, I was cringing. I'm like, why are you – like, you're, you're setting it up. Like, Joel was setting it up to, like, well, if, if you're going to talk this much crap about it, let's just get it out. Right. It makes all the sense. Yeah. And she knew she had the two votes on she either side. Yeah. So here, here's what I wanted to say a couple minutes ago. Um, if she is being told when you mince with the density, the CD5 doesn't work, you can't bring it down to 18 and expect the same sort of product, it just becomes unbuildable, why not just test it out? See if it's buildable or not. If it's not buildable, you'll get to keep the land exactly how it is for a few extra years. Mm -hmm. And if someone can figure it out, they will. So if you're concerned that at 18 it's not buildable, let the market figure it out. If it's not, we can revise it down the road and no harm because the land's just going to stay yeah, exactly so how that, it is. That's, so eventually that's a compromise has, like in order for CD5 to be brought back up, a compromise has to be presented where both sides feel like they can deal with it, right? And my, like, so my idea for a compromise is just put a CD5, put it at 12 units an acre. The same thing as CD4. So instead of this, the parts where you want the downtown area, Instead of putting it CD4 at 12, put it at CD5 at 12. If it doesn't sell, if it doesn't build, every three months, you just up it a, a unit or two. Yep. You find the bottom that way. You, you, know you know that you didn't overgive. Right. And you got, the maximum, you, you got the maximum product for the least amount of negative, negative, negative you know, I do think of that. I do think what you brought up, Daniel, is, is very accurate. That I don't get the sense that Haley and uh, Jessica or Kate really understood how symbiotic all the zones played together. So the way that TPUDC is written, this whole ordinance is like, it's not just like, this is what you can do in this zone. And this is what you can do in this zone. And they're very separated from each other. It like, they designed the town in such a way where zones would flow into one another. And so CD four, which they've fallen back to is like, that's going to be our density zone. Um, it doesn't have all the same elements that CD5 had. So even if CD5 was like 12 units an acre, which it could be, I'm right. not sure anyone would build to it, but let's just hypothetically say it was 12 units an acre, it would still look different than CD4. Oh, it would look much different than CD4. Because yeah. of like where you can put business, like commercial usage, 
how the roads have to be structured, like how big sidewalks have to be. It's even down to the point, like how how big the blocks can be. It's block sizes, so it's 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 smaller blocks. The frontage you have to have way more frontage, meaning the space between buildings has has to be smaller because more of the more more of the road frontage has to be covered by buildings. Right. I think there's even like dumb things like glazing, which is how many windows the the building has to have up front. Why does block size matter? you, you want it small scale. You don't want to walk into uh, like like you don't want to walk up. Do you feel like you're part of like a community in downtown Nashville? Like you walk up, everything's huge. Every like everything's kind of spread out a little bit. So like the like it's just this vast huge space. Right. You don't feel like you can sit out front and like enjoy a cup of coffee. So you're saying but, smaller block sizes make it feel like more it ma- small. It makes it cozy. Yeah. It, yeah. Ma- it brings everything kind of together. It makes and it cozy. And CD four doesn't have the same. Small yeah. block sizes, and then to like so, th- there's another so there's another so another example would be that everybody in town would know. Like when you drive down any street in Ben Creek, do you feel comfortable going 50 miles an hour? 50? Yeah. No. Why did they put uh, why did they put speed humps on Barronswood Drive? People were going 50 miles. Because an it hour. was just a wide road with nothing around it, and you're just flying through it because you have that comfort. It's not cozy. There's everything's spread out, so you don't you don't have that you, you don't develop that relationship with your surroundings. Right. You just have this openness. When everything's kind of brought closer together, you you it, it makes it cozy and, for lack of a better word, it makes there's you like, a, enjoy the area. So there's I, a really good meme that had that exact representation like a year ago. I, maybe Ross was the one who posted it. I don't know, but you probably know which one I'm talking about. Ross posts a lot of memes. <laughs> <laughs> Ross Shout knows. out to Ross. <laughs> I do man. think I so I do think that's like a good segue into um, another kind of like crazy thing that happened at the meeting uh so once cd5 has been taken out right uh joel commissioner miller did try to i guess morph cd4 uh into cd5 so i like props to him i think it was a good play um but the way that he went about it was just hilarious to watch in my opinion because so he originally just like proposed why don't we just take all the things we love about cd5 and put them into cd4 and Jessica and Kate and uh, Haley were just like, no, like if it says if it has anything to do with CD five, we don't want to touch it. So then what did he do? He went item by item, item by literally, item. literally <laughs> item by item and just pulled individual items that everybody would agree to from CD five. No, there was, And they voted yes on every single but one. But that's even those. funnier because he got like so he he I think originally started off with like sixteen items. Right. And Haley's like, we're not gonna talk about C D five. If you want something out of C D five, motion every every one of them one by one. So you started going down the list. <laughs> and then like item five he's like, okay, like this is stupid. Like let's skip this conversation. Let's have the other conversation. Mm-hmm. And they had a conversation Short conversation about it, and then Haley's like, "Well, I'm not bringing back CD5. If these two ladies want to bring it back, like we can talk about it. It's their right." And then that silence, and then Joel goes, "All right, my sixth item on the list." <laughs> <laughs> well, and he was even called out. Like I was, I was listening. I wasn't watching, so I'm not sure which of of the three ladies called him out on it. But they're mm-hmm. like, "What are what is what are you accomplishing here? Yeah, like are you just going line by line?" He's like, "Yeah." You told, you told me, me to. Me yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I'm doing. It's just crazy to me, though. Like, if you bunch them all up, right, and you say, hey, this is like CD5, you know, like minus the density, they would never go for that. But if you just take the elements out of CD5 and just, hey, we're going to just like amend CD4 to include this, why would they agree to that? Well, that, that's, that brings up the point that I, that I want to make sure we touch on before we, we talk, to, talk a little bit more about like 
what CD5 is meant to look and feel like for sure. real. But um, it, the conversation that I keep seeing happen is um, people people are comparing what CD5 would have been from a density and uh, even commercial standpoint to what's there now, which is mm-hmm. nothing. Um, and saying, look at how much you're adding. And what I keep trying to remind people of when I, when I do talk about it is you need to compare C- what's in CD5 to what's in CD4 because you're getting one of those either yeah. way. Yeah. And so really you should just be comp- arguing how much of an increase in whatever you don't like is, is CD5 over CD4. And based on my understanding, uh, the, the density is, is different between CD4 and CD5 from like a residential s- standpoint, but not by that much. And especially once you remove the commercial like you would with CD4, you end up with basically almost the same number of people, maybe even more because of how many how many homes, that, like houses there are versus apartments. Bigger, you have more people in those houses. Bigger units. You right. actually end up with more people crammed into that same 70 acres right. than you do with CD5. That's a great point. Yeah. Because you when you have yeah. like one-bedroom apartments, you're not going to have a family of... Well, we're a family of six. You're a family of three. You're not going to have that many kids going to the so, school. No. So we just recently found out, right? So Tapestry is almost 400 units, like 392 or something like that. That's in Brentwood, right? That's in, in Brentwood. Brentwood. And yeah. they were like, I posted on TNI, uh, one, of, one of their commissioners was fear-mongering the crap out of it in 2012. He was like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to force Brentwood children to go to Nonesville schools and people are going <laughs> to die in the street, all that crap. And then le- this year, all of Tapestry has like 30 students. Yeah. In yeah. the high school or in all? No, in all. Like, there's 30 school aged kids in Tapestry. And how many, how many it's four, units? It's 400 units. It's 400 oh, units. Yeah. So, basically, what, what, what they wanted, isn't that what was basically the Kroger development? Or was it 200 in that? It was just above 200. So, like, yeah. even like double double what was going in the Kroger development accounted for 30, I think it was 39 students. And then you and take, it, at the, and then school. you take Ben Creek, yeah, has crazy. 850 Oof. homes. Yeah. And, Ben Creek alone has like 250 elementary kids. Mm-hmm. I remember that Kroger, I don't know if it was the developer or someone speaking on behalf of the developer, said something like, we expect 10 to 20 kids. Yeah. And they were like, that's crazy. All of these people would love to send their kids to Nolensville High Schools. Yeah. They're, we're going to get packed with kids coming from these apartments to the high schools. And he's like, no, you're going to get 10 to 20. And the math works out when you yeah. look right. at the 400 yeah. units in Tapestry. 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 Yeah. Versus the 200 units at Kroger. Yeah, because no, people with kids don't want to live in apartments. That's just like, you yeah. just don't well, want to. I mean, to. so we, I, I don't know about you guys. So like when we first got married, uh, we lived in a two bedroom. It was a one bedroom with an office. With an office. It was a nursery type of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we, we lasted, what, six months? And they were like, this doesn't six work. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's. Because you have like the rocker and the bouncer and the bumbo and the high chair. Yeah. And yep. yeah. All of the things yeah. on top of And then we, had, then we had three, and then we had a three bedroom townhome. Mm-hmm. And then we had another kid, and it was like, this, like we, like it's got to get, it's, you got to go bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I mean, living living with kids in two bedroom apartments, it sounds doable, but it's not very practical, it's especially doable, at that price point. It's doable point. when when they're very very young, and not going to school, and not going to school. <laughs> yeah. When right. you're when you're first married and your kids are young and your income's not as great, right. you do it, but right. you do it until you don't have to do it. Daniel, I do think you're making like a great point though that like there there seems to be this. Um, feeling in the public or an opinion that's being thrown out there that like what we're actually comparing is like cd5 to farmland 
Yeah, like to, to the beautiful yeah. scenery was, and rolling hills and stuff a, like that. There was a post on a four hundred one that does that, that exact thing. It's like, would you like this hilltop with a cow right. on top of it, or would you like this ugly <laughs> apartment building? Yeah, so it's like like save our farmland is like yeah. the, the mantra, but that's Buy not it. actually like what's going on. It's a, a good analogy is like we all have kids, right? So it's like you got, you tell your kid, hey, it's time to eat dinner. They say, I don't want to eat. And it's like, well, that's not an option. You're going, you're going to eat. Yeah. So your choices are, you can eat chicken nuggets or pizza. Like right. you're going to eat something. Man, your kids are living but, it up. My choices are you either eat it crying or not crying. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> like we all have that. But like that's essentially like the same, the same yeah. kind of like philosophy. It's just like no, like we're going to develop this land. Yeah. That's, so like not not developing is not an option. That's well, on I the think table. I think you touched on the actual size of this proposed CD five. I want to not glaze over mm-hmm. that. It's yeah. less than 70 acres. Mm-hmm. It's less than 2% of total land value of Nolansville. And and most of the land's already for sale. Mm-hmm. So All like, of it's for sale. All of Okay, so <laughs> all of it's for sale. So it's like we do it now or it's going to be bought and it's going to turn into something else and we completely lose the opportunity. Correct. Yeah. And that, that's why this is so urgent right now and that's why I'm fighting so hard for this right now. We've been fighting for this since Southwalk in Southwalk, what, 2019? Yeah. And that didn't happen. Before that, there was Market Square. That was before we even moved here. That it didn't was, happen. That was the reason why we moved right here. Right now, the reason yeah. why I'm putting myself out here, the reason why I'm on this podcast, which is so far out of my comfort zone, is oh, because... You're doing great, babe. Thank you. <laughs> it's it's awesome. now. Now is the time. The, the land's for sale. You can see the signs in the yard. It's going to get sold now. I want it to get sold and become something so special. Right. Now's the chance. And if it doesn't happen now, we lose our chance. And yeah. it's, it's going to be so attractive, too, because the way where, you know, if you're looking at a map, it is literally sandwiched between the new Publix that's approved and coming and the Kroger that's approved and it's coming. The that location. is so attractive for developers because there's already going to be you know, all of that traffic going to the air. Like your anchor stores, they call them. Yeah. Yeah. You create a district. You make a district. And if we, if we don't get CD5 now, maybe we get CD5 two years from now when we have a new board, but it, it won't go between the the Kroger and the Publix because that's already going to get sold. Yeah. It might end up, South of that, or I don't know. So, I mean, so let, let me tr- let me try much, this fear mongering thing that that everybody <laughs> loves. So, recently, Derek Adams released land innovation uh, blueprints for mm-hmm. what could have been on that property that's for sale. Right, like three properties for sale. Uh, they're not submitted. That you didn't submit the plans, <clears throat> which tells me that they're not bailing on it, but that means they're working on an alternative for CD4. Right. And if that's ha- those properties are for sale, they're under contract with Land Innovations. Right. And if Land Innovations is saying, this what could have been, that means they're working actively on developing a CD4. Yeah. And that you land, you don't landlock. You literally take the space that we want our downtown and you say, well, just go ahead and build a West Haven. Right. By the way, if you don't know who Land Innovations is, go look at their work. They are not the same old developers that right. we've had in town for the last 10 years. It's Rochford. I mean, John Rochford's a billionaire. Yep. I, mean, <laughs> I, I will say, like, I, I do think, like, that it, there is kind of, like, a scary uh, potential reality if we don't get this done. I guess to your point, Caitlin, like, it is adamant. Like, we are all adamant that, like, this needs to be done now because the opportunity exists. I think that there are some people... Um, this is like my conspiracy theory, but there's some people behind the scenes, uh, old BOMA members, for example, who are actually in these pe- in the current commissioner's ears, um, pushing them on to put policy in place that mimics a lot of what we've had for the last 20 years in Nolensville. So a lot of how Nolensville is currently zoned 
um, was to drive developers to a pro- process called the plan unit v- development, right? right? PEDs. Which is basically just like a developer wants something that extends beyond what the zoning calls for. And so it just becomes a negotiation then between the developer and the town. Correct. And so the town got to control everything. That is not even a part of the current zoning that we're even talking about. That's getting thrown out, that whole process. The arbitrary part of But because it's not a part of it, um, if you put in zoning that limits density and things like that, you, in fact, do make that land unsellable. Mm-hmm. And so the, the idea that, like, I mean, I guess this would go against what we're all saying. It's like the idea that we're not arguing about, like, farmland versus development. There, I guess, I think there is a potential that that is part of the argument that could exist because some of that land may not be sellable at the price that those people want or think that it's worth because the if it's zone CD4 and the max you can put on it is six units per acre, I don't know a developer that'll touch that. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's actually a zone, so hold on. There's yeah. actually and a that's zone. been happening for so 20 we, years here already. Like we have this. land that just sits because nobody will buy it. So we've done this all up and down the Owensville Road, and the board will actually acknowledge that right. they're worried that they've done this. So CD4C, which is the big box, bigger box commercial zone, allows two units an acre. TPDC originally wanted eight units an acre. Yeah, we've got it down to two. That's an unbuildable zone. Who right. did that? The Planning Commission or the Board of Commissioners? It was the Planning Commission. Mm-hmm. It was actually it was one of those big compromises where. Like Derek Adams set up and said, I will, com- this is me compromising. I will put this down to two units. Like if we focus our efforts on building a village, so they put it down to two units and then they got rid of the village. That's a, another mm. good point because I don't think people realize that Derek has done a lot of compromise to date yeah. because he knows that they're uncomfortable with some of the density numbers that he really wants in 70 acres. And so he's willing to make them more comfortable by giving them compromises on this side of the spectrum, CD4C, yep. is that what it's called? Yeah. So he went from eight to two over there. He also went from 24 down to 18. He's compromising left and right. And right. they're so- just taking, 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 and then suddenly... They're no longer even willing to entertain the idea. Right. Well, it's it's like they're saying. It's, he, this is not an exaggeration. He's literally willing to let the other side do what they want in ninety nine percent of town. Yeah. He's saying ninety eight. Let's be fair. Yeah, it's yeah, like ninety eight. Okay. Um, and just is asking for two percent. Um, which I think segues good into the conversation that we want to talk about, which is kind of like let's talk a little bit more about what this. CD five the 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 curve of development combined with what land land innovation says. This is what we would have built or whatever. Let's talk a little bit about what that would look like and what that means for the town beyond just, uh, uh, you know, some shops. Mm-hmm. Um, we can take a break and then we'll, we'll do that. Hey, that does it for this episode of Small Town Charm. This uh, conversation actually continues beyond this, but we had so much good stuff that we had to cut it off here and put the rest of it in another episode. So we're going to put that episode out really soon. Um, but thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Um, and we will see you again really soon on Small Town Charm.